Welcome to the Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. As part of our rebrand and moving all the podcasts over to the Cruise Consulting website, we're doing a best of series. This episode is with Ashish Desai of 99designs. Ashish is an old friend, one of the best product people in the valley, and this was just a great podcast. 99designs is just a fantastic company, and I think you'll get a lot of good pointers from this, plus a bunch of laughs. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the one California, Mr. Ashish Desai of 99designs. Great to have you here. Thank you, Scott. Great to be here. So... Ashish runs, is it fair to say you just run product, right? Is that like your yeah, title? Like what's your, I'd say so. And uh, you know, I love 99designs. That's one of the reasons I want to have you on. It's a really great contest site for running designs, for figuring out your designs. So you basically run a contest, but maybe spend a minute talking about what 99designs really is. Sure. Uh, well, actually the interesting thing is that like, I think 99designs is more than that, but I think this is a, this is, this is a very interesting Do tell. Uh, problem Do tell. that we have. Uh, or not problem, but uh, it's great because I think we're most well known for our contests, um, and that's where we started. But we're actually, I think, you know, uh, a much bigger thing than that. We're a marketplace for great design um, at affordable prices, really, at the end of the day. But um, you know, we we do that in a variety of ways, and contest is by far uh, our largest pro- product and kind of how we started. Uh, but really, we're about connecting yeah. designers and, yeah. and clients. Yeah. Cause I've gone on the site before. I didn't want to run a contest. I basically just needed a designer. Yep. And there's like this, I forget what it's called. You might, you probably know, but you, yeah. you click on one of the tabs and it's like contact a designer directly. Yeah. And I actually did. And you, it's pretty cool. Cause you can actually see people's presentations and what they've done. And their yeah. Work so that that's our new discover feature, which yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, right? Because we have just been so successful with contests and, you know, that's what everyone knows us for. And, it, you know, it's like, I mean, it's not really a problem because, you know, we've been very successful and that's where our word of mouth comes from. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, when we say Hellable, you know, we've always thought of contests as just the first step. Yeah. We, you, we connect you with someone. And by the way, we have a whole Discover platform. You can see all the great designs that are happening on our platform. And if you just want to work with someone directly, you know, we're happy for that. It's kind of like the eBay buy it now feature. Like, yeah, exactly. For the longest time, now I'm dating myself because this is like <laughs> early 2000s. But like you had to like run a contest on eBay to sell something or buy yep. something. And then yep. one day someone... Maybe maybe Matt Madrigal, who's listening, he used to work at eBay, figure this out. <laughs> They're like, hey, let's do a buy it now. People actually want to buy something right yeah. now. Let's let's take their money. Yeah. I and mean, it feels like you guys did that like a year ago or what, two Exactly. Years ago. Yeah. I mean, literally, we have our uh, one-to-one projects. We're not really great at naming, so we're still working on that. But <laughs> but the idea is, you know, you can directly work with someone. And, you know, internally, we refer to that as buy it now. So yeah. it's this oh, whole awesome. idea that... Uh, exactly. I mean, we've looked at eBay a lot, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we even have, you know, some former uh, great people from eBay that, that are now at the company. But yeah, it's it's exactly the case that we're in the broader business of connecting designers and clients, yeah. not uh, just about contests. Yeah, or, it's or an whatever. awesome site. Like, I, I, it surprises me that it's almost like one of those things where like, wow, it, it took that long for the Internet to figure this out. But then nine designs figure out. So, so, dude, tell me, like, but we go way back. We're yeah. friends from business school and like when you were looking at nine designs, like what did you before joining? Like, what did you yep. see? Like what attracted you to the company? Yeah. I mean, actually uh, it's great that you brought up our history. Cause I think that was one of my key reasons for joining. So love bug, which was our, oh, our yeah. great adventure uh, several, several years ago. That was a dating uh, app that Ashish and I and Bryant Lee were working on. I'll which, tell more about that later. Yeah. Yeah. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. Fail fast. Right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, I don't know if you recall, but we were able to, 
um, you know, build a prototype very quickly. Um, we were able to, you know, like come up with all kinds of great ideas. But the problem was when we got to the design phase, none of us were designers. Um, and we ended up using a friend of a friend. And um, not that their design work was bad, but, you know, we felt like, first of all, we couldn't afford it, right? Yeah, um, and yeah. secondly, we didn't really know who to talk to. We didn't know who to talk to. Someone. And we just found somebody um, who, you know, presented us a design that they really liked, but we didn't necessarily feel was exactly what we wanted. But we just had to kind of go with it because, you know, frankly, we couldn't afford yeah. any more money. And so when I was fast forward a few years later, I was doing another side project just for fun um, and had gotten basically to the same stage where I was like, God, I need to get this design properly so it doesn't look like ass. Um, and I was <laughs> Wait, like, so oh. that's how you. F oh, my God. That's crazy. So, well, so, so out of pure need. So basically. It was actually very serendipitous. So like at the same time, um, I was starting to look for another opportunity for my full time work as well. And a recruiter reached out to me and was like, hey, like this company, 99 Designs, you know, this is what they do. They connect people that, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, this is this solves my biggest pain yeah, point. That's um, the best sign of a good. Yeah, too, exactly. Right? And then, you know, then talking to people like I've always if you look at my resume, I'm all over the map. Right. But what. What actually holds in a good it, way? Yeah, good yeah. Way. It, what holds it together? You're like a wild Mustang, hard to hold you down. <laughs> uh, what holds it <laughs> all together? Be, he can't be corralled. <laughs> exactly, something like that. Um, what I hope holds holds it all together is just that we're uh, that I'm always looking for working with really smart people. Um, ideally, you know, something that resonates with me, or um, I can see how it resonates with others, and is drives a real need. Um, and that's how I felt. Nine, you know, ninety nine designs was exactly that. And yeah, I mean, look, it's been awesome. They were super successful right out of the gate. I mean, you yeah. mentioned like it should have been solved. I mean, this actually was a very organic process. Like yeah. we came out of forums. Like there were developer oh. and designer forums uh, on a. Uh, on a site called SitePoint um, that anyone that's a designer or developer uh, would know that it's a great education site for them. And this was literally happening. They were started. They started this idea of um, designer ping pong. Uh, it was basically this idea that um, designers should work more closely with developers. Or well, like no, that, it or? was actually just for fun. Designers were um, just competing, you know, but completely for fun and then at some oh, point no way like yeah, it's almost like to skate, learn to like out in the in the uh, half pipe skateboarding against each other or yeah something like that. exactly yeah. like I'm just learning and I and I want to play around and here's like a fake brief and you know let's let's play around and then one of the developers saw this happening on the designer forum and was like oh interesting I just got a client that you know they're doing a web de web design or whatever and like I don't know how to design it what if I actually posted you guys a real brief and I'll pay whoever oh wins. Oh my God. And so, so this super was, organic. Yeah. This was happening and it was just happening in forums, like in a terrible interface, no payment, all this stuff. And then the funny thing is the whole thing started with the site point folks being like, this is really cluttering up our forums. So let's <laughs> like add some, <laughs> let's add some friction to this. Let's make them pay and all this stuff. And then suddenly like, you know, people were paying and we're like, wait a second, so, you know, and I wasn't there at the time I, I joined several years later, but I mean, an amazing story. That's of awesome. It being completely organic and yeah. this entire business coming out of things that were already happening. Internet at its best. Yeah. So you, so the, wasn't the company started like in Australia or something like that? It or? was. Uh, yeah. I mean, so for several years until um, we took funding, 
operating here in the Valley. Uh, the headquarters were in Australia and still, we, we now have some offices across the world, but our two biggest offices are here in now Oakland. Oh, uh, no yeah, we just moved to Oakland She's from San proud Francisco. She's owner of a new house in Oakland. Yeah. What a coincidence. I've gone all in on Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wearing like a ironic uh, trucker hat or anything no, like that. No, not, yeah, yet. I, not yet. It's under this shirt. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, our biggest offices are in Oakland and now in Mel and still in Melbourne. So most of our development still happens there. Um, although we've started to build a team here as well. What's it? This is kind of so you're like head product, right? So this yeah. is kind of like a company question, but like yeah, organizational question. Sure. Like how do you how do you like manage a multi-continent you know development team? And you do it. The 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 hours are pretty. We actually have. Christian's only, we have a couple Australian companies. It's, yeah. It's, and I really, they're awesome people. The companies are really innovative. It's really cool stuff. Yeah. Like, how do you manage the time difference? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say that it's easy. You know, I think uh, anyone that tells you that, that's, that it's easy is just not telling you the truth. But, uh, you know, we've invested a lot in um, various tools, like obviously, like, we use Slack, um, as everyone in the world apparently does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we use it too. or at least that's what it seems like yeah. in, the, in the Valley. But, um, you know, we use Slack, we use, um, 10 different varieties of video chatting, to be honest, like we still haven't found one that like kills it, but, uh, we do that. Um, you know, a lot of communication. I travel a lot, uh, or not a lot, but enough that we can like yeah. FaceTime is still, I totally agree. Uh, still like a very key component. I mean, the good thing about Australia and the West coast of the U S is especially during our winter, their summer, we have a lot of overlap. You know, we have probably from 2 PM our time to, uh, you know, to the end of the day oh, that's awesome. where, so like the, there's that. a good, like four or five hours. The problem is both of our daylight savings go in the opposite direction. So oh, really? like right now it's actually pretty rough cause we only have like a couple hours of overlap. Yeah. So this is our rough time of year, but then, you know, the winter for us and the summer for them is a good time. Do you find yourself like on 8 PM conference calls? Yeah. Or? I, I mean, I think like, you know, and, and this is kind of, as you get further along, you realize you need to delegate more. But I mean, when I first started, I was the only product person. Uh, well, I was, everyone was a product person actually is the real, the better way to say it when, when we started. Um, That's a good when I started. Though, like everyone had a piece of the pie. Oh yeah. And, and I loved it. I actually, the reason that, you know, another reason that I joined 99 was just, I love that everyone was so passionate about the product. Yeah. And so the reason they didn't have a, their, like an official person as a product manager five years in or something like that, um, was because everyone was doing it. But yeah. then I think they got to a certain size where that, that can be challenging for yeah, yeah. decision-making purposes. It's a purposes little too and chaotic things like that. Exactly, things aren't yeah. prioritized correctly. Exactly. Yeah. So I came in and I was trying to do everything. Um, and then, you know, just kind of classic, as you get bigger, you really need to realize you need to hire faster and delegate more. Yeah. So now, yeah. I mean, you know, long way of saying that uh, I still obviously have those meetings, but I just try and really uh, have some strong people in Melbourne that I trust and then, you know, we catch up, but I don't need to catch up with everyone. Yeah. But that being said, I still, maybe I'm a workaholic. Maybe I love Slack, but I'm still online, you know, late at night, yeah. but not as much as I used to be. And, and, and it's not as much of a requirement as it is just me, yeah. like trying to keep up to date That's on good what's though. going on. That's probably what makes you successful. Also, like if you really, I think this is something I to try to talk about on the podcast and I, I feel in my heart, like if you love your job, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You know, you're just like, you're like, you're building a legit big internet company and it's like kind of part of your legacy. It's like who you are as a person. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure your wife, Kim, who I'm friends with as well, understands that, you know? And yeah, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, 
Yeah, I think if you're that passionate about yeah. about it, it's part of your life, and yeah. so you want to make sure that things are going well, and you you stay online at night because you know like the time zone stuff is hard, and if you'd miss something uh, late at night, then that's a whole nother day wasted, yeah. right? And so like you know you got to figure out that balance, yeah. you know, and hopefully you have people that you trust and and kind of uh, live with their decisions, but you know sometimes you do you do kind of. That as also, well. I find like stepping up and, and we're in the client services business, so it's yeah. a little different. It's like more about that, you mm. know, like being available when the clients need you. But like last night I was answering a ton of email. There's a big financing going down. I'm working on it. It's like, I'm not going to leave this management team like hanging, right. not answering their questions before a board call because I'm watching Deadwood, HBO yeah. Deadwood, you know, which I was, but you know, it's like, that's, it's, why it's not like, do both? Yeah, exactly. Do both. <laughs> and, and you got, you like, it's a, like a personal obligation. You, know, yeah. you just want to help people. And I'm sure you feel like that with your engineering team in Australia. It's like, yeah, these are your guys, you know, like, yeah, totally absolutely. Yeah. But that being said, you know, as we got bigger, what we realized is what we really needed was, um, smaller teams where we had uh, a product manager, where we had a UX designer, and we had three or four uh, devs that were all co-located and could make those quick decisions, um, or make those decisions quickly, yeah. and and not really rely on all that communication. Top down. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. we've tried to do, and obviously, you know, it doesn't always work. But what we've tried to do is make those teams as self-sufficient as possible. They don't need to check in. They don't need to check every decision, um, and you know, and then that way they can just keep yeah. moving. And and once in a while. We course correct if you know something yeah. major change, but you know for the most part that's been working. Um, I think that was our biggest learning over the last couple of years. It's also really like a way. Like I find like pushing authority down in an organization wherever I've worked, especially at Cruise Consulting, it's like it, everyone ha- uh, has a real stake in it. No yeah. one, no one wants to be told what to do. All no. you know, it's like come on, absolutely. Yeah, no, so. exactly. And you know, I mean, the challenge is, I mean, I think what you ideally want to do is just let everyone know the direction that you're supposed to be going yeah. and then make sure that that's super clear so that they can make the right decisions. And and honestly, that's a lot harder than just telling people what to do. <laughs> and I mean, that's a struggle that we've been having where, where it's like, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I also like, how do I make sure yeah, that you yeah. are clear on that, what decisions are core values? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and articulating that in a way, especially across the world, you know, it's, it is a lot easier in the office. Like you even notice people that you talk a lot with, you don't have to do that yeah, with, yeah, but then yeah. if you don't see them that much, you know, yeah. and it's amazing, just like a couple of weeks will change. change well, it's, it's also nice for you probably that Australia is like one of the best places to visit in the world. So it probably doesn't hurt too bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, like I haven't, I, I, I've enjoyed a little bit of it, but yeah, you know, you're I, down there. You're probably cranking, right? Yeah. So well, you, it's not even that I have two small children I yeah. feel guilty <laughs> that I'm leaving my wife at home with them. So, uh, I kind of try and cut the trips as short as possible, but um, hopefully sometime soon we can You're take the whole out family like in over the there. Bondi Beach in <laughs> no, Sydney or anything no, like that for a couple days. <laughs> Dude, one of my, f- I have a funny, like I'm a, I'm just a huge fan of 99 designs and one of my favorite features, which I think you're probably going to remember this, but yeah. is the, like there's, so you, you basically run a contest if you're doing the contest stuff and I, I've actually gotten away. I actually use, usually just hire a designer now, but it's okay to talk about contests. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I, I do. I, it's actually, I found that it's like just easier to go and hire yeah. someone to me because I'm the kind of person who only reacts when I like have to do something and I'm not good at planning yep. ahead and that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah. So but so when Vanessa was doing the cruise consulting logo and all the color scheme and everything, she set up a 99 designs contest. She ran it. She got all these, you know, she got a bunch of good submissions back and she put together a poll and the poll had 
like the top her top five selections. So of course it's a she 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 kind of tricked me a little bit. She's like, which she sent me the poll and sent me and, and I was like, oh, I like this one, which was not the correct answer. It wasn't the <laughs> one that she liked the best. In hindsight, actually, she and then, and by the way, she showed the cool thing is she showed me the voting. So she sent this to like ten right. people. And it shows you I have no taste because <laughs> eight of the ten people voted for her design. I voted for my design. Someone else voted for a random one. It was very clear which one was the best one. <laughs> right. And so that's actually Cruise to like this day. That's Cruise Consulting's logo. Awesome. But I sent you a text. I was like joking around. I'm like, hey, you need to include like a marriage counseling button or something like that <laughs> whenever you send this poll out. Because like, do you find that like do people get heated or do what kind of feedback do you get on the polling stuff? Yeah, I mean, it, not necessarily about the polling per se, but I think it's what makes this business actually quite challenging, like mm -hmm. relative to a lot of marketplaces, um, it's super subjective. And so like, you yeah, know, our, for me. our whole, you know, we're very much focused on driving quality up. Yeah. Um, that's like our big tenant. Uh, we're not trying to compete on price. Like we're not the cheapest option out yeah. there. Right. Um, and we don't want to be, and we, we want to find that balance between yeah. like high quality, but affordable. Um, and so a lot of what we're trying to do is like, okay, how do we figure out what high quality means? And, you know, we've done various analysis and we look at, and it, the problem is it's so subjective Our, and, and like, you know, yeah, if you're trying to benchmark quality, quote yeah. unquote quality, like what does that look like? You know? Right. And, people. and there's like kind of a philosophical question, if you will, that's like most of the people in the office, we see so many designs that I think we know yeah. and we probably be relatively aligned on what we think quality yeah. is. But most clients, not most clients, but at least a, a good percentage of those clients might have a very different perception of that. And so if they walk away really happy with the design that they have, even if that's not what we think is good quality, like, is that good or bad, you know? And, and this is a, to be honest, this is a debate we've had in our company yeah. forever. Cause do it's we- It's kind of like, do people like McDonald's or do people like, you know, a $20 hamburger at some fancy joint? It's like, there's different people like different things, you know? And yeah. And who's to say, right? Yeah. And uh, but I mean, you know, and so what there's we probably some absolutes, you yes, know, in design, exactly and like that. But and that and that's what we try and strike that balance. But it's really challenging, and you know, we try and use data to help us. But frankly, it's like yeah, like you know, other designers will like a particular design, and like clients think those designs are crazy and yeah, terrible. And like, yeah. I think you and I, or maybe not you, because you apparently have terrible taste, but <laughs> but I would be like, wow, that's a cool esoteric Oakland design. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. you know, that's not, not necessarily. And so like, it's a lot about matching to the brief. Like, you know, what did they say yeah. they wanted? Um, did that match and that kind of thing? And you know, it's challenging. It's Isn't really there challenging. Like a, and I hope this doesn't come across as like a gross stereotype here. No, but no. I've seen in the past, like examples of like some of the websites like the massive websites in Asia like the yeah. big players yeah and their color schemes are different and they're like brighter and they're, they're yeah. different and, yeah. and and then like you look at like you know Amazon or Google and they're like there's two di totally different worlds there it's like there actually is like a cultural aspect to this oh absolutely I mean like you know uh, a whole nother aspect of what we've done on you know like our, our community well, I mean the, our entire platform has been very international from day mm -hmm. one um, and our designer community, especially well, it's a great way for a des designers based somewhere else to access like the U S business market. Oh it's yeah. Like, you know, well, and not only that, I mean, uh, you know, even designers in Ohio or that's a great, you know, point. like yeah, Idaho yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, like yeah. just places yeah, where you can build a good career on designs. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, but you know, clients aren't readily available to everyone. And you know, yeah. like obviously there is some negativity around what we do. 
Um, yeah, maybe someone doesn't want to pay twenty dollars for a hamburger, so they want to live in <laughs> yeah. the middle in the Midwest, yeah. but do great design. Exactly, and you know they can they can live the life they want to live out there, but still be connected to like all the startups out in Silicon Valley. Yeah, who I mean, are how willing do, to pay? How do you do business development? I mean, it's a, it's a, an amazing business development yeah. tool, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but anyway, so um, but getting back to your original question about different cultures, like we actually. Uh, you know, we just took um, a round of funding from Recruit, which is a large, um, a large player in, in Japan. Oh. Um, and congratulations! Did you, you get a raise of that? Anything, <laughs> anything come through for you? Uh, I don't know. One of these days, <laughs> maybe I, I mean, you should be asking may, that yeah, question. Yeah. Maybe I get paid in yen, or I don't know how that works. Uh, but no, but um, they're like a sheesh. That does this doesn't change our burn rate. We're not giving we're not giving raises out. They've been helping us, uh, and it's been absolutely amazing because they've been putting their resources into it. But they've been helping us with some, you know, new landing pages for people in Japan. Oh, and, you know, just coming sense. back yeah. to your question, like the cultural difference, right? Like we've done international, but for the most part, our international has been like translating the English, mm-hmm. uh, which we always kind of knew was suboptimal, but yeah. it was working okay. And like, or it works reasonably well in like the Western Europe areas and, um, you know, some of the areas where the culture might be relatively similar. But like in Japan, they they showed us this landing page where we were like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah. But it was, you know, it was amazing and it performed really well. And so you're like, okay, cool. Like we don't understand this culture at all. And so I think like, as, as you, you know, just going back to that question, like as you're going international, you really have to think about the local yeah. dynamics and you can't assume that what's working here will work the same That's way. That's amazing though. Cause you could, you could triple your conversion or something like that. And like yeah. all of a sudden Japan or whatever region could be, one of your bigger markets, you know, Absolutely. overnight, just because you weren't marketing to them. Correctly, yeah. I mean, like, you know, you know uh, we, I think it was in twenty. The cool thing about your business model too, is like the more people are consuming in a given market, it's better, better chance designers will hear about nine designs yep. and get on there. It's like, yeah. that's one of the reasons I like your business model a lot is like, it's, it's like its own lead generation. You know, you're bringing people on the platform they tell their friends, they get, you know, more yeah, work, more exactly. work. I mean, and you know, the majority of our, both of our sides of our marketplace and even more so on the designer side is word of mouth, you know, like it's still word of mouth, you know, we, and we obviously try and amp it up with other, th- other um, channels, but ultimately it's still, and you can see that penetration, like yeah. uh, just randomly countries will, suddenly that's awesome appear especially on the designer side right like you'll just be like oh my god we we apparently had some kind of news show or something on some international channel in indonesia like one day i was just looking at the data so i'm actually kind of in charge of analytics as well and i was just um i was like wow we got like a humongous spike in indonesian <laughs> designers on like this particular day what in the world you're happened? like i'm a genius that's <laughs> yeah. and we were like and we finally traced it down to like there we were on like national tv Dude, like an npr that's type a huge thing. and it was country. amazing yeah it was amazing yeah. and so yeah like there's all kinds of uh, yeah. interesting dynamics when you go so international i mean i learned about countries I've never heard of. <laughs> like I'm like, what's this country code? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. teach that in public schools in the United States. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh. I barely know how to get out of California. <laughs> so what do you, like, what's the what's the next year or so? Like, what are you guys working? Like, you gotta be, and I understand that you may have to keep some stuff yeah. confidential, but like, yeah, what are you, yeah. what's the cool stuff you're excited about at work? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just excited about quality. I mean, it sounds kind of stupid, but, uh, well, not stupid, but it, it's, no, sounds... but that's like, uh, you know, I'm a, I go on the site like two or three times a year to hire someone. And yeah. I, that actually is like my biggest thing. Yeah. I know I can find someone good there. Yeah. And, and look, and it's still, um, something that we need to keep working on, right? Like a contest by definition and crowdsourcing to a large extent has a lot of bad designers on it, right? Like, let's just be honest like that. That does happen. But 
what we're trying to do is use a lot of data. Like, you know, we do you coach are, them up or what do you do? Yeah. Like, so we have, could, a, you could give them feedback. Oh, absolutely. So, um, there's a variety of things, right? There's some people that are on there that are just like trying to spam and scam. Right. Yeah. And so for those people, you know, we're, we're being really Block smart IP. about, yeah. Yeah. I mean like just working a lot harder to validate identities and, you know, ban them and th that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, the rest of it, for the most part, I think these people are trying to make, you know, good livings. And so we do a lot of education and like we're trying to engage more of our top designers and how they can help. And then also using the data to find people that like have potential and move them up faster. That's smart. Um, and you know, it's challenging. And like for all the reasons that I talked about earlier, like how do you identify good quality and like something that, you know, is kind of crazy. And you know, when I first started, I was like, how can we scale this? And the truth is we can't scale it, but we actually have someone, we have a few people who actually review every single wow. designer that comes through. Like we don't get to everyone all the time, but Enough, we are, you're we are just constantly looking at people, rating them, trying to understand where they're at and then like move them up. And we're trying to, you know, a lot of what we're doing is just building the efficiencies around that. Um, have you guys ever done like any videos to like teach the designers? Like I could see oh, yeah, if you scored them and then you could go, oh, you're, you've achieved level three now and you should watch these three videos because this is, yeah, these are best practices. So what we did probably three to four years ago is we decided that like we need to just dedicate uh, support and education on both sides, right? So yeah. we it's actually like you're had, building liquidity in the marketplace. Yeah. So we have a team that's just focused on, like we call them our community team, that's just focused on kind of education. How do you get, you know, our top designers happy? You know, make sure that they're earning the money that they should be earning. Yeah. How can we get yeah. more people working full time and showing that, and then you know, recruiting others? But then also on the people that are learning, how do we get them up that up yeah. the food chain? Yeah. And then on the on the flip side is you know all the support. And all the things, you know, they're, you know, payments are a huge thing. We're, we're serving 160 some countries oh and God. trying to pay them all out, yeah. you know, and so making sure that that's that's, efficient. that's super. These are all those right? challenges, right? You have like, like probably some crazy escrow agreements and things like that. And, I mean, you know, th you know, to be honest, like internal payments, we stuff, have people yeah. that are just focused on that because like I am yeah. not an expert, but, yeah. you know, just figuring out how can we get them paid faster, yeah. better, yeah. Um, you know, less of a more currency exchange hit. Like, yeah, that's a big exactly. Issue. Those yeah. are huge issues, right? Yeah. And so that I think that's where we add a ton of value. Um, you know, and of course, we're doing a lot of other things, you know, um, but like ultimately it's about like just making that core product a lot better, yeah. having more ways to connect, uh, making the whole thing more efficient. So yeah. like, I think that's the biggest, uh, you know, like if I were to say, you know, and you even mentioned it a little bit when you were talking about running a contest, you're like, I got to think ahead and plan some time, et cetera. Yeah. Like, we need to make the whole thing more efficient. Yeah. And you know, um, I think we've done an okay job, but that the we're people respond pretty out. quick though. It's more like I, I'm, and I may, and eh, actually maybe a lot of people are like me cause they kind of are reactive and they, if they mm. need, cause design's not like my core, I don't really know what I'm doing, yeah. you know? So yeah. I just need someone to make my, like I'm the classic, Hey, can you make this look better? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like these are my can rudimentary, you make it pop? yeah, these are my <laughs> rudimentary, yeah, exactly. My rudimentary PowerPoint skills or whatever. Totally make it yeah. make it look good yeah know? and i mean and that's totally fine and that's fair and and look like i'm super proud of our product but i think there's a lot more we can do and you know frankly as a product person every product person you have like all of the things and the vision that you think it's going to be eventually yeah and the thing you have to just keep telling yourself is like patience patience like we're working our way towards it compounds that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. And, and, and we'll get that. there right yeah. um but yeah like i mean i think we're just keeping on that you know and there's there's things that 
who knows, like um, all kinds of little features here and there. But like ultimately, like what I'm just excited about is just being able to serve bigger and bigger, you know, markets. Hearing every time I hear that someone's used us, you know, when you sent me that text, it's like, great, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And like, and the next question is always like, what are all the things you hated? Yeah. Because I just want to like, I want to fix them, you know? And You're like, like a masochist. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, exactly. Tell me what you hate. Apparently that that is a bit of an Australian like thing that I've picked up, which is like, that, you know, they hate to tout themselves, not to. Yeah, they're very modest here. people. But very you know, modest. it's much more modest, much more self-critical. Which is awesome because I mean it's awesome in most of the time. <laughs> it can be a little demoralizing, <laughs> but we're working on that. Uh, but for the most part, it's awesome because you're you're constantly thinking yeah. about like, okay, yeah. what can we keep doing to make this better? Yeah. Like even things that are clear wins, we're like, cool, but that could have been better, you know. And yeah. so how do we, how do we do that? Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, yeah. you're maybe one of the, the largest Duke University fans <laughs> I've ever met. To the point where I actually will, if Duke's basketball is on TV, I will turn on Facebook just to see your remarks. <laughs> how did it, how did it feel to win the championship last year? Like uh, that's like winning the Super Bowl for a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, could I come up with the dickish like Duke answer, which is like, <laughs> I knew that would happen. It's expected. Uh, no, it was awesome. I mean, this team was, it was, it was an incredible team. It was a, a team that I think in January, I, you can look at my Facebook history. Yes, it's a sheesh. I'm sure you make it public. <laughs> I think I did say that, you know, if Justice Winslow can play well, we can beat Kentucky. <laughs> and we weren't able to beat Kentucky because we didn't play them. But uh, I, I still fundamentally believe if we played them for the championship, which would have been an epic that championship, awesome. uh, we would have won. And I was very happy for you. <laughs> yeah, what no, makes, awesome. let's, let me ask you this. Like, yeah. what makes people hate Duke basketball? Because they're like kind of the New York Yankees yeah. or like the Microsoft yeah. or yeah. whatever, whatever that like, you know, ang the thing that everyone hates. That's yeah, kind of who they are. I don't know. I mean, but the but I should say the insiders, the people who are like that's their team, love them right. unconditionally, and it's like, right. You know. I mean, I think there's a a bunch of dynamics happening, right? Like, so there's one. It's not a school. It's kind of a weird school in that like it sits in North Carolina, but clearly that anyone that doesn't go to Duke is a Carolina or State fan, right? Like, okay. and they're I all like right yeah. there, right? Yeah. So like there's those no are, those are the populists. Those are like UNC and NC State. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so and those are the state schools. They're both great at bas well historically great at basketball. That wasn't UNC that wasn't that wasn't a dig. That wasn't a dig. I'm not gonna <laughs> kick a horse while it's down. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, uh. but you know, so there's no actual regional base that's really popular. Like you know, a lot of it's a national program. It, it's a national program. It's also like because you're in Durham, you went to the school, you, and then you have all this vitriol against yeah. you, you actually get even stronger yeah. and more you, it pulls into you together. it, right? And so like you kind of, you pull that out and there, because there's no regional base, you feel like you have to really push it. And then frankly, like they win a lot. Yeah. Nobody likes that. At no. the end of the day, nobody <laughs> likes that, right? No one uh, likes them stealing the recruits from California. Yeah, like exactly. That, you know? And then, I mean, you know, it is amazing. Like, I don't know. Like, I highly recommend watching uh, the 30 for 30, I Hate Christian Leitner. Oh. Just about, like, you know, this perception that these, like, white affluent people yeah, are coming yeah. in Preppy. and killing the blood. I mean, like, Christian Leitner grew up in, like, he's not white or I mean he's not a preppy or yeah, affluent yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Hurley grew up in like Jersey and like you know I mean his dad is like one of the most there's well -known. some stereotypes happening yeah there's stereotypes and but like they played into him and it worked out well yeah. and you know um juxtaposed that with the fab five happening around the same time and then it just formed a great like these are the 
white, Dichotomy, affluent, annoying, yeah, terrible yeah, players. Yeah, when yeah. the reality is like that's not really actually yeah. true. And like you know, there's only one white player on the Duke team right now, <laughs> or has been in the last five years. But like you know, th- these things just stay. Yeah, like all the yeah. things. And it's I, almost like the color of the jersey is like is like a very yeah. Is people and that, that's kind of why I enjoy watching your Facebook <laughs> comments because like people are commenting back to you and you, you know it's it's just fun. Yeah, and it's fun. I mean, and to be honest, it's it's fun to play the villain. I I hope someday that ninety nine designs is so successful they're like the duke <laughs> of the internet you're like oh those 99 designs guys are so good oh, yeah i relish that you'll, day. I can't you'll, wait. you'll I can't probably wait. own a quarter of oakland at that point <laughs> uh well dude this is awesome so let me i i want to wrap it up with a couple yeah. i started doing this last podcast with uh, dan croak of thoughtbot so i like to ask a few kind of quick questions not long answers like yeah okay so what's your favorite content site like what site do you read during the day when you got a 10 minute break oh man I don't, you, you didn't prep me with that question. Did you change it up? <laughs> um, let's see. Favorite? I get, I mean, I'm going to be boring with probably all of these answers. I'll just go with ESPN. Kind of gets me Grandlin away. Graylin or ESPN? You go. You go. I'll go ESPN. And original. Then I'll, I'll, OG. I'll link over to the the Grandlin. I don't have time for Grandlin. <laughs> <They're> too, <laughs> too long. I mean, I like those for the evening, but ultimately, yeah, I, I need a little break from the day. Check check out. Although see, I hate baseball, so the summer sucks. Maybe you can see like who Duke's recruiting or something. Yeah, I like do that. check that out. Uh, what e-commerce site do you f- frequent the most? Like, I like mean, what do you buy? What site do you buy? I mean, I don't know how anyone could not answer Amazon. Well, right? that's like the obvious one. Yeah, like, yeah. Is there, I mean, is there some? This is more of a discovery question. Like, yeah. what's a cool? What's something I, cool? I like, don't discover. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's unfortunately not. You know, I don't There's know. There's probably I, some like really hipster website you're gonna figure out when you yeah, live in the yeah, and, yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just think. How can you beat a place that literally has every, I mean, besides the fact that, you know, their drones run on like the employees tears or whatever, <laughs> like from, from a, you're from referring a, to the uh, recent article in the New York times. I am. I am from, from a consumer's point of view. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I, I know these it's are supposed like to be new, tr- new Walmart a little bit. Yeah. Know? I mean, like I know people, these people bash them, but then people really like the service. You I know? mean, what I have, do? I have a small anecdote. I know this is supposed to be a short answer, but like I, my son Alex, he's four. He's starting soccer. Uh, he needed cleats, and his like soccer game was like Sunday morning or, or like his practice or whatever it was Sunday morning. And it was Friday night, and I was like, "Oh man, I was gonna buy him cleats. I totally forgot. I don't have enough time to get it on Amazon." Blah blah blah. And my wife is like, "We can like go to Sports Basement or uh-oh, something tomorrow." Uh-oh. But I just like literally had not even thought about that. Uh, <laughs> I was like the the idea yeah. that like you could go to a store. I mean like. How crazy! I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm crazy and I'm stupid, I buy but a lot like, of stuff on Amazon but just too. the idea that I like forgot that there are stores that you could go that to is crazy. Is like but weird. You know, like they have a 24-hour delivery now, and it they is, do. It I works, mean, all of these things know? like it works, and I, I feel guilty. You know, the employees hate it, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I know some people work there. They actually really like it, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, I think there's yeah. maybe some selective coverage I'm, there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all a mixture, and like you know, frankly, hey, if you don't like it. you I mean, not everyone can go work somewhere yeah, else, yeah, but yeah. there's a it's, good portion of their employee base yeah, that could go. It's more, yeah, it's a, it's a challenging issue. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, it's more of an American workforce issue than yeah. it is Amazon specifically. All right, next question. Yeah. What's your favorite Spotify playlist? 
All right, so since we're now in Oakland, I'm going to switch it up to Pandora. Wow, whoa. <laughs> yeah. for, our, for, our yeah. for our neighbors, for our neighbors. For those of you who don't know, Pandora's based in Oakland. They're like one of the first big companies to move in over there, so yeah, they are, kudos to Pandora. They are an anchor, yeah. and we are right next to them, actually. Um, so I love the De La Soul. Oh, De La Soul. Uh, and, and I won't That's take credit school. for it. That's old school. Yeah, I won't take credit for it. I was in a bar, and... I was just like, all night I was just chatting with someone. I was like, holy shit, this music is great. And I was like, this has to be some kind of playlist. Some like, like some DJ. Yeah, basically. like this can't yeah. be. So I went and I asked the bartender and they're like, De La Soul, Pandora. Wow. Don't like wow. anything. I've learned that, by the way. Oh. I, I went on to, uh, I, used, I constantly listened to like the 90s hip hop on like all the various <laughs> options. And uh, I liked a few too many boys to men songs. Uh, on, well, on how, how can you not? Yeah, no, exactly. Really. And then my whole like playlist turned into like a seventh grade dance or something. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I totally screwed this reset, up. Reset, reset. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so De La Soul on Pandora. Last mm-hmm. question. This is kind of a little cheesy, but like, what yeah. company do you admire? Like, you know, what, you look out there, you're like, oh, you know, that's they're doing it right. Wow, that is an excellent question, to be honest. I feel like I have kind of, oh, actually, I know exactly the answer. Tesla. Mm. Or actually, any of Elon Musk's companies. I just he think, is amazing. I think he's an amazing guy. Like, so, look, I mean, I'm sure there's some of this, this balance as well. But, like, I feel like there are a lot of these companies now, Amazon, Uber, whatever, that are, like, providing amazing products yeah, totally agree. and amazing Customer making all of our lives so much better, which it's is crazy. awesome. Yeah. But then you know you do feel guilty about like some of the things you hear that's going on, you know, behind the scenes or whatever. Whereas, whereas I don't know, there's something just about Elon, the stuff he's doing yeah. that just resonates with me. Plus, it's like it's like science, <laughs> and that resonates with the engineer in me yeah. that still yeah. well, you, you know be, that people don't know, but you worked at Agilent before, like did, a really yeah. hardcore science job before you went to business school. So yeah, like, every once in a while I miss that. that. I, yeah. I do miss the the science and yeah. so. I but think like, all the stuff and, that and I should say also I, I own stock in Tesla, so I'm totally biased, but like right. that company, like they're, they're a car company, but yet they're revolutionizing like oh California's energy market with their batteries, you oh, know? And it's like amazing. when you, I think what you're saying when you talk about science is like, they're pushing, they're pushing the laws of physics, right? Like these batteries oh God, are yeah. like there, I've looked at like a thousand battery company startups. Yeah. They never work. Yeah. They never, ever work. Right. And yet somehow like Tesla's figuring this out. These batteries are going to be in all of our houses. It's it's crazy. It, like, it's amazing. And I mean, look, I, I'm not an expert in this area at all, but just like seeing, I've seen, you know, graphs of predictions from just two years ago yeah, on how uh, totally. efficient batteries are going to be yeah. in like 10, 20 years. And they're, they're going to half that, you yeah. know, and that's amazing, you know? And, and so that's just like, it's just, a, he goes back to first principles. He questions everything. And like, look, I mean, I'm sure there's some under the, under the hood, there's probably yeah, some yeah, issues, yeah. but like, whatever. I, I think it's yeah. amazing. I mean, people like that push, push us all forward really quickly. Absolutely. And also like the crazy thing is he found a solar city. So he's got this like very it's, vertical it's integrated. It's, he's like, okay, we got, we got the panels on right, the houses. Right. Now we store the energy. He's an evil you genius. You know, he's been thinking about that for like 10 years <laughs> yeah. and is like, wait a second, my car company makes batteries that could hold these solar. And you can buy them on PayPal. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no, crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's, yeah. He's incredible. pretty smart. Incredible. 
I, whenever you find people like that, you should just invest in them as soon as possible. I was stupid and let them go public before I did anything. So <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm not living in Did a, you pass on that deal? No, no, I was never <laughs> offered that deal. That was, I don't know where I was. I was probably in business school with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. So maybe give Absolutely. every, just give the audience like a little, like where they can find 99designs, you know, where they can find you. Twitter, yeah, all, for sure. Um, 99designs.com. Uh, nice and easy. Uh, yeah, come to us if you need any kind of graphic design needs. You know, we do a lot more than, you know, what you may have heard. Uh, check us out if you need a designer, you need a design, etc. Um, I am not very popular, but if you want to start following season. me. He's uh, only, only during basketball yeah, exactly. season, he's outspoken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're interested in, like, you know, having some Duke hate or... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm happy to oblige Ashish D on Twitter, but you know, you'll join the 100 followers that I have. You're, you're a man. Some of which are porn bots. <laughs> you're a social media czar. I am. I am. Uh, well, dude, thanks for coming on. Awesome time. And uh, congrats. I mean, I, I love the site and I use it all the time. And that's why I wanted to have you on. So you're doing good work. Tell the team you're doing good. You know, tell them they're doing good work. And uh, I look forward to the next time I can hire a designer in 99designs. All right. Well, that means a lot to me. And you're doing good work. And I'm, I'm looking forward to your interview. Yeah, Ashish offered to interview me, so we'll we'll roll that back yeah, sometime. Yeah, I think we should. Awesome. All right, man, thanks for coming by. All right.